When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Louda, what do you got? All right, guys. So if you guys have been living under a rock or not listening to us, then you don't know that the Super Bowl is this Sunday here in L.A. But there's a lot of things happening, we know. And road closures are happening. And they suck because they made me late for work today. But... If you guys are going to be in the L.A. area, make sure you guys are aware of that. If you do not have any business being around SoFi Stadium, uh, a.k.a. if you don't have a ticket, please do not go around. There is going to be tons of roads closed. Prairie is going to be closed. Northbound lanes. Century Arbor Village Street will also be closed all throughout Sunday. If you guys are going to SoFi, though, and you guys still, for whatever reason, don't have parking, you guys can go to parksuperbowl.com and find a local transportation to get to SoFi and maybe not pay the three dollars $400 to park at SoFi. So I just wanted you guys to know that because I have a lot of friends trying to go to the SoFi area, and I'm like, do you guys have tickets? No, we just want to go. Then don't go. Yeah, you got no business idea. going. So stay idea. away from SoFi if you guys do not have tickets to go to the game. Why would anyone with any common sense, is what I want to know, want to be anywhere near that place? I saw some girl on Facebook trying to get people to rally together to go tailgate at SoFi because she lives right by the stadium. I was like, there is no tailgating for the Super Bowl. (laughs) That's not how it works. I mean, I talked to Mason earlier today. He's going to the game because he's got his tickets. And I said, well, where are you going to park? And he said that he's booked parking like a half a mile away from SoFi, and they're walking all the way in. Uh huh. He's also not... leaving his house at 11 a.m. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what you got to do. Yeah. But, yeah. But listen, there are things going on, and there will be things going on around the stadium, but they're not for like the average person who goes, hey, let's just go walk up to the stadium Mm-mm. and see what's cooking. No. You know? No, no, no. And I do know that there's the reason why I wanted to talk about parksuperbowl.com because it is a more affordable way to look for if you are going to the to the game there's people selling i mean i think i sent you guys a picture three hundred dollars to park at their house for five hundred dollars uh yeah no i'm good thank you very much i do not need to be anywhere near sofi i'm gonna be at my friend's house watching the game sipping on gin and juice oh hell to the yeah what what is everybody doing like do you i'm usually a sit at home i want to focus on the game i want to watch the commercials i want to see the halftime um, but I'm I'm being convinced that I should be going to a Super Bowl party. Oh, Sunday. wait a second. When you yeah. say you're being convinced, uh, what do you think that means? <laughs> Rachel wants to go to a Super Bowl party. Correct. Was she like, hey, can we go to the Maxim party or like Shaq's big party or the Sports Illustrated party? Is like that the kind of Super Bowl no. party you want to go to? No, no, no. Because, oh, okay. okay. Like somebody's those, house. Right. Like somebody's Super Bowl party, day of game day stuff. Because Saturday night, yeah, there are a lot of big parties around L.A. Saturday night. But, Lindsay, I'll have you know, I signed up to run a 10K on Sunday, Super Bowl morning, so then I could eat whatever I want all day. But now that I have this broken leg, I'm not sure I'm going to be able to run. Wait, is that why you're saying you have a broken leg because you don't want to do the 10K? Now, Laura, 
I mean, what the <laughs> hell, man? I mean, I'm serious. If you tell one lie, then it leads <laughs> to another. I have a serious injury here. Oh, now I feel bad. Do you really? People are telling me that there's got to be security cameras outside the L.A. Convention Center that can pick up where I hit the little concrete block and went overboard and that there's got to be a way for me to to find the security video. Uh, I don't know, man. I fell at the Baltimore Ravens Stadium and I really busted my knee. Um, They didn't have any security footage of it. I don't know, man. I don't know. But now I'm, I'm, I don't know. I kind of feel like you might be playing this off too much. So, so you he, hit those things that look like little, like they're like cement pots. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What yeah. are those doing there? Didn't, yeah, just to protect from a crazy driver, perhaps. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. But I want to thank whoever was it. Whoever. Oh, here it is. Uh, Abe Battlestar, who yeah. put out this picture on Twitter yeah. and tagged us all in it. Yeah. Those little tiny two foot concrete. I don't know what the hell those things they are. They look like 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 pots for like a plant, but except they're they're concrete. Right. Yeah. Oh and there's nothing Lin- in them. Right. Lindsay, I think this picture on, on Twitter is exactly where I hit it and bit it. Let's see here. Oh, by the yep, way, that Yep, you're right. That's oh, one of them. Somebody should Photoshop you in there. That'd be great. <laughs> <Right>. Falling <laughs> down on the ground with yeah. my Lowe's Bookies jacket I, on. I've fallen and I can't get up. While you're pointing. Yeah. Which we have a picture of him pointing in the Los Bookies jacket. So Yeah, well I've seen that. It was on his Instagram too. Yeah. Dude, how do you miss this? Oh, it's pretty right. big. I well, mean, Laura. this is no, no, Cap. Because when I fell, that little thing that I fell on and flipped and hit my knee and all, it was hidden on the grass. That's why the guy that I talked to was like, "Oh my bad, whatever." This is huge, man. Yeah, it's kind of hard, and there's a bunch of them. I know, but what happened is, a, it was dark, so when I came out of the convention center, I was no. looking up. And I was looking at all the flashing lights, and I was trying to get my bearings as to where I was when we came out, because I didn't know where we'd come out. And there were a lot of people around us. I swear to God, you're so like a six-year-old. I, j- I wasn't looking down. I was looking up, and I These are the conversations it. I have with my children. Like, hey, watch where you're going. <laughs> well, you know what, George? This is actually good. You should use me as an example to your children. You don't want to be like Cap. You don't want to be like Theo Kaplan, que se cae donde sea. Sí. Sí. <laughs> so, let's double back real quick before we get back to the Lakers. Yeah. About... The Super Bowl conundrum. So your girlfriend, you just said you usually love to just sit there and focus on the game, watch the commercials, do it at home. But your girlfriend wants to watch the game at a party. Yeah, she doesn't really want to watch the game. She just wants to go to the party. She wants to go to the party. So what are you going to do? What do you think? You're going to end up at a party. You got that right, partner. You got that right. But this is going to be the kind of party where there's going to be a lot of good food. Right, you know, a lot of good. But are you gonna be able to pay attention to the game? Yeah, because you know what'll happen. I think like most, I think most Super Bowl house parties, like the dudes who are interested in the game will all be sitting around watching the game, and the girls who don't really care much about the game will just come in for halftime. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I think I'll be able to focus. Wait it. a okay. minute, wait a minute. Yeah. Why are the dudes and the girls yeah. only coming yeah, for halftime? I mean, half I was time? just gonna say. I that's was. Pretty... I got offended real quick right well, there. Don't be offended by that. It's just that you know. Listen, I can tell you this. Like I don't. You're know saying about the crew that you. Will oh, be these particular girls. Right. I don't yes. know how many okay. of these girls are really like, gonna yeah. care. I don't know that anybody's team is in the game. Just, you know. Just, okay, we'll get that. And by the way, dudes crazy. doesn't have to just be guys. Dudes can be guys and girls. Yeah, but the way whatever the way I took it, I was like, wait a minute. I understand. I understand. Yeah. Don't be so offended. It's all right. Watch your mouth there. Is what you said. But Cap, as as far as the parties go, like if Rachel wants to go to a party, I was just kind of curious. You strike me as the kind of guy that would go to one of those big fancy parties like 
the Shack party or like mm-hmm. the you know the yeah I'm Scott party. Kaplan I'm here right do, do you, you have the pole with Shack yeah. do you have the pole to get into those parties um, I do have Lindsay I mean come on I mean you know listen again you know it's been like 25 Super Bowls in a row I mean I got all the juice you want to go to the party you let me know where you want to go. But, well, I mean, I, I mean, if you see like Michael Irvin or Magic Johnson outside, and you bear hug them like dude, they know you. If I see then, Magic yeah. Johnson, I'll be like, "What's up?" And then Magic will be like, "I don't know who this is, but he acts like I know who he is, yeah. so I might as well give him the bro hug. Let's do yeah. it." Yeah. Uh, same with Michael Irvin. I saw him on Radio Road the other day. I was like, "Yo, what's up, homeboy? boy?" And then we hugged it out real tight, you know, um, kind of the way me yeah, and Diplo are now BFFs. Like I am yeah, BFFs yeah. with Diplo now. Yeah, I'm sure you're not. But so, anyway, anyway, speaking of please. BFFs, yeah, uh, perhaps. LeBron AD and his and and their representation maybe not BFFs with Rob Palinka anymore. And you said that this situation where Palinka and play the McMenamin sound one more time in a second, um, for those that didn't hear it, that you think this is going to cause a bigger issue for the Lakers. So play the McMenamin sound one more time. Remember Rob Palinka in his post game or post game in his post trade deadline press conference said that. Yeah, there was basically not a deal to be had and that he had consulted with LeBron and AD uh, when he spoke to the media yesterday. And here's McMinnon's report on SportsCenter. Rob said that he was trying to weigh the short term and the long term for this franchise. And that's ultimately why when the Rockets wanted the Lakers to include a first round pick, talks fizzled. When there was the three team discussion between the Raptors and the Knicks and a first round compensation was desired, talks fizzled. But Rob Plinka also said that ultimately there was alignment between him, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis to not make a move. Now, things get interesting here where I am told from a source familiar with LeBron and Anthony's thinking is that that is, quote, totally false, hmm. that there was no conversation between uh, Rob Palenka, LeBron, and Anthony Davis on Thursday. There was no go-ahead of an okay to have inaction at the deadline. And so where things stand right now, that tells me that it's not just problems what you're seeing on the court with the Lakers losing six out of eight, but there's problems off the court between an alignment, as Rob Palenka termed it, and his leaders on this team. All right, so you say there's a bigger problem now. I would agree with you, but I'm curious to see what you believe the bigger problem is. Well, let's start off with this. Short-term versus long-term. If you're Lakers management and you're thinking about the future, you may not want to part with the only you know trade asset you have in the draft, which is not until 2027, because you're thinking long-term versus short-term. LeBron's not thinking long-term. LeBron doesn't care about 2027, and I'll bet you Anthony Davis doesn't care about 2027 because Anthony Davis no, two correct. years ago yes. signed a four-year contract, right? Yes, yes. So, so neither LeBron nor AD or their people cares about the Lakers' future in 2027. If LeBron and AD are done with the Lakers in 2024 or 2025, all they care about is between now and the end of their Laker career, how many more can we win? Yeah. So, so there's no alignment in the decision-making between the short-term and the long-term. That's the first part of it. The second part of it is, presuming that McMiniman's reporting is accurate, and, and why it, should it, we it, not listen, believe that? Correct, of course exactly. we would believe yes. that. Yeah. If, that's the, if McMiniman's accurate, and we're going to believe that he is, then there is no dialogue happening between Palenka, LeBron, and AD. It's quote-unquote totally false then if Palenka goes out in public and says that there is alignment, what he's saying is 
it's not just me who didn't make a trade. It's LeBron and AD who said, let's not make a trade. And if LeBron and AD did not say that and they think Palenka's lying and putting them in the middle of the lie, oh, now we thought rock bottom was the other night when they lost to Portland. Things are actually about to get even worse. Okay, and they are. Right, That 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 is an excellent way to put it. Because remember a couple days ago when we were having this conversation and I was basically telling you that you know, when Kendrick Perkins was saying that he doesn't trust his teammates or whatever, well, now we're starting to see perhaps there's fractures within the trust between management and LeBron and and his representation, and AD included there. And remember that day I said to you, okay, morsels. And I said, it wouldn't surprise me. Remember a week before that, I said, oh, there's no chance LeBron would ever leave the Lakers. And then that day, two days ago or whatever it was, I said, I no longer believe that completely. Like, where, you know, do I think is, you know, likely that he, he's a Laker for the rest of his career outside of this potential brawny thing? Yeah. But do I think it's a given that he remains a Laker? No. Well, let and, me ask you this. Let me ask you this question. Who's more important to the Lakers organization today, LeBron James or Rob Palenka? LeBron James. Okay. So then somebody got to go. It ain't, it ain't LeBron. Well, I don't know if somebody has to go yet, right? Like, you know, just because there's a falling out or or a potential fracture in a relationship doesn't mean it can't be mended. But I'm just saying none of this is good. And it's basically stay tuned because I feel like more and more of these leaks or denials or rebuttals or whatever you want to call them are probably going to continue. This portion of the show is presented by Alignment Health Plan, changing healthcare one person at a time. We'll keep rolling with this momentarily, but I also want to get into the Rams. Uh, back to the Rams. Big game, obviously. This is their moment. This is the moment they've been waiting for since they arrived in 2016. That is true. That is true. But, by the way, wait, there's a moment that's going to happen on this show later on today, George, where somebody's going to win tickets to the game, and that's going to be out of control. Correct. I, there there will be that. But when it comes to the Rams specifically, what if it doesn't happen? Then what? Ooh. We'll talk about that next. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I loved Brandy. I mean, I still love Brandy, but she mm. was amazing back then. Her voice is amazing. Why did uh, Chris take a swipe at you there? <laughs> Come on, Laura. What's up? Okay. So you guys asked why I went to San Francisco, right? And I Uh-oh. said I went and handled business. Yeah. Oh, so handled cr- business. Right. No, no, not like that. Not like that. But Chris is like, yeah, yeah, right. Come on, come on. So I told him a story that happened in San Francisco. He goes, oh, you're so good at making friends. And I'm like, man, I need to stop telling you things because you're just going to use them later. <laughs> so that, that was it. You know? So what happened? Did you make a friend? I mean, I don't know if it's gonna be a friend, but it is a friend. He's cute. Oh. <laughs> he's I mean, cute. He's cute. Yeah. And he making out? 
No, man, he was at work. I mean, oh. why do you have to always TMI, bro? <laughs> well, wait a second. Hold on a second here. In why? fairness. In why fairness. do you have to always just go the extra steps? Well, no one's business, and a lady doesn't kiss and tell cap. Uh, uh, and I don't excuse care. Me. I don't, excuse they me. They know about the Uber driver. That's why the he's not Uber bringing driver, it. Uber driver, making out with the Uber driver I didn't make out DC. with the Uber driver. I, that he opened the door. Me. Okay. Oh, he kissed you. Yes. Cap still. It's one thing if she volunteers the information. Exactly. You asking is not... Kosher. But no, just don't but go no. there. It's not kosher. Yeah. Really? Really? Yeah. yeah, but no, no kissing, no nothing. He was just a very handsome guy who happens to work at yeah. Delta. Very cute, handsome guy. Oh, oh Delta! Did you get the free flight? Uh, yeah. No, I mean I hey, don't France. You can get that. Rude. Don't you ask. You can get that. Friends and family. Friends and family. Yeah. No. So I told. So I told Chris that you know I go into the Sky Lounge. Whatever. He was very nice. He was very friendly. But that's their Delta job. Delta Sky Lounge is nice. Yeah, I know. But that's their job, right? You don't assume that the guy's hitting on you, whatever. Yeah. So then I was leaving, and then I'm like, okay, he's hitting on me. So I I messaged one of my girlfriends. And I'm like, dude, the guy's super hot. I kind of wanted to like just give him my Instagram, whatever. She's like, do it. You're single. And I was like, you know what? You're right. So I'm like, okay, how do I do this? So I ripped a little piece of paper, put my name and my Instagram handle, and I go back and he's like, oh, and she comes back. And I'm like, yeah, you know, you say you fly a lot. So whenever you're in LA, just hit me up. Ooh. Damn. And he was like, he's like, wait, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, that's my Instagram handle. He's like, for real? He's like, that's hot. And I was like, yeah, just hit me up. He thinks your Instagram handle is hot or he thinks you give no, him No, he your thinks Instagram it was hot handle. that she gave that him That I was her so Instagram forward. Yes, Can I ask a really forward. dumb question? Yeah. Since, you know, I have not been in like the dating game in oh, oh you know, since like high school. Um Is that because you beat that guy up in the No. Because no. I had a boyfriend for a very long time oh. until recently and Didn't I'm just not that. currently looking for, you know, that right. a situation. Yeah, but anyway, space. Yeah. is is that how you like instead of like giving a phone number nowadays, do you just give people your social media handles? Well is that-, that that yeah, because you can do the DM without having to give them your number, yeah. right? So there's less mm-hmm. of a commitment there, I feel yes. like. Oh. Correct. And because, you know, I don't know. Like, he did I follow like me and stuff, so. I feel like it's Just more of a commitment, into each though. other's DMs. Because it's like, it's like, it could be like public, a public <laughs> thing that goes wrong where they start tagging you and stuff like that. Whereas if it's just just a phone number, it doesn't work out. It's just between you guys. Whereas, no. Yeah, but you can, you, know. you, can, you can set it up, the privacy stuff, where you just block them or whatever. Yeah, but, they yeah. can't tag but you t- anymore. But let me ask you guys a question. Like, back in the old days, you would, like, be cautious about giving away your phone number. I am very still. <laughs> I, I don't care. I'll give anybody Google my phone voice. number. Here's why. Because... Oh, 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 God. No, I'll give anybody my phone number because I don't answer my phone ever. Yeah. You know? So, like, you would have to text me, and then I get to decide, do I want to text you back? Having my phone number I, is no different than having wait, my... Wait, but you... So, if someone calls you, yeah. generally speaking, outside of some people that you speak with regularly, yeah. like, you don't pick up. They if need I, to text you first, and then you will figure it out. If the phone rings and the phone number is not one that I have that tells me oh, who's okay. calling, right. that yeah, doesn't of course. get answered. Right. Nobody answers. I nobody answers phone That's numbers. That's why they don't giving a phone number though. today is no big deal. Yeah. Plus, nobody calls anybody unless yeah. like people don't, don't call people anymore. I don't know. I, I feel like the Instagram handle is a safer way. If yes. I, you know what yeah. I mean, like it's a nice I, buffer. Exactly. Yeah. I did yeah. meet someone at the Niner Rams thing. Whatever. We exchanged numbers. But then it's like, oh, okay, yeah, why, whatever. And I blocked them. And it but, was messy. But, you see, when you give somebody your number, they don't really know much about you other than your number. You give somebody your Instagram handle That's and say, hey, follow point. me. Yeah. Now they can go look through all your pictures yeah. and they can see what your deal is. Yeah. I mean, they would figure that out anyway. Yeah. And I mean, the guy, like, <laughs> you know? like it's funny because I, you know, he followed me, whatever, like my pictures. Then I went to see his Instagram handle. Yeah. Homie has 
way more followers than I do, does a lot more than I do. He has a, like a whole business and entrepreneur. I was like, okay, sir, what's up? Yeah. You know By the way, uh, here's something, some advice for people out there. Don't like 17,000 pictures on somebody's Instagram when you first go there. Oh, yes, right. please right. don't. Right. Yeah. Don't go back creepy. more than a week. Yeah. He That's did. It. That yeah, was yeah. a red flag for me. Oh, yeah. really? Don't yeah. do that. That's yeah. a bad, bad move. Yeah. yeah. He likes sitting, like 25 pictures. Yeah, because then when you see the heart has a little dot in it and you click on it, you're like, who's looking at my stuff? Who's liking my stuff? And then you see him like 25 times. No, no, it just pops up on yeah, your feed, too. Yeah, it just pops too. up on your feed. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 If they like 7,000 pictures in uh -huh. one sitting. I, I just have one final follow-up to this whole story. Yeah, because we do want it. I mean, you're Mr. Football. You're the one yeah. pushing back football here. Right. I'm sorry, but now I've got. But now I'm no, interested okay. in this. You, you went into the Delta Sky Lounge. I, I kind of thought you were about to tell us that he worked for Delta and he brought you into the Delta Sky Lounge. What oh, was no, dude. I got my own. I got the American Express Platinum. I can go in. Oh, I got the priority plus. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah, good. Girl. Right on. That's like right the best. If y'all fly, yeah. I mean, sit down and know because I love. But if you don't, get that. It's amazing. Amazing. The amazing. American um, Express Platinum Delta card gets you into the Delta. It's, not, it's just the American Express Platinum card. Uh -huh. Yeah. It's amazing. You can get the Delta one, too. There's a yeah, Delta. There's American a Delta Express, one. But yeah. Yeah, the regular platinum gets you into. Let's see mm -hmm. what I have here. All right, keep going. All right, so real quick, Rams. Yeah. So, again, this is their moment, Cap. Like, mm -hmm. you've talked about it. Kids are wearing Rams gear. They got a great little bandwagon push after 2016. This one could be bigger because, again, you know, uh, or excuse me, after 2018. Because, you know, four years later, they're back in the Super Bowl. So, they are making their mark. Like, there's no doubt. And it's hard to make inroads here. Because when you're gone for 22 years or whatever it was, it's hard to make that up. Basically, anyone under 40, you know, didn't have a team. And if you're over 40, maybe you still have your allegiances to the Rams when they were here before, whether it was here in L.A. or Anaheim or whatever. But... There just was a lot of other football fans here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So they've done, considering all that, a hell of a job. I, I have continually stated that. I will continue to state that. But you said, and I agree with you, that if they win, right, you have created a whole new generation of fans. Right. Do you believe if they lose, which I don't believe they'll lose. I have them winning. Um, do you believe that that also allows them to continue a generation of fans or do you feel like fans you know particularly are front runners or because there's look there's been a, a lot of teams look Lindsay's city she grew up in cleveland there was a lot of losing there hardened those fans to be more diehard fans the cubs fans they used to always call them the lovable losers do you believe that if for whatever reason they come up on the short end of the stick that that also that just the appearance in a super bowl is beneficial in a big way. I do. Um, I think that if you took 100 people and they all went to a merch shop and they all bought Rams gear because they all just jumped on the bandwagon and the Rams win, all 100 of those people are now lifelong Rams fans. If the Rams lose, probably about 85 of them are satisfied with, wow, they made it to the Super Bowl, it was in our hometown, uh, this was such a cool experience, and I'm still a Rams fan. And there's a small percentage of people that won't be as lifelong invested. In the final analysis, making it to the Super Bowl in your hometown has created and will create a generation of Rams fans and will put the Rams so much further ahead of 
not that they're a competitor necessarily, but so much further ahead than the Chargers in building a fan base and building a corporate sponsorship fan base. So what about the Raiders? That's the thorn in their side, even though they aren't here. Right. So winning a Super Bowl, I believe, will turn L.A. into a Rams town. Losing this Super Bowl, now you're still battling because, like Kevin Demoff said last week, to get to that Laker level, to get to where the Dodgers are, not only does it take time and superstars and Hall of Famers, in the in, in the very end, it takes championships. So getting there twice with this coach, with essentially this team, and having it in your hometown and not winning, going 0-2 in the Super Bowl, that hurts. Winning this Super Bowl, oh man, this just creates so much from a fan base and from a corporate perspective. That's why they got to win. And George, I picked the Rams to win too, but I'm telling you, as the week has gone on, there is like this little thing inside my gut that is like just doesn't feel good. I picked the Rams okay. to win. Wait, let, let's get to that little thing in your gut. Yeah, which is more than just you know you got a pretty big gut, so there's yeah. a little thing well, in there. I know hard it's to find. embarrassing. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I've seen some pictures of you from when you were doing those field goals to now, and it, it looks a little different. Oh my god! Even know. last night when oh, I was doing yeah, that yeah. bench press, when I was yeah, bench yeah. pressing, did you see yeah, my yeah. fat belly hanging out? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, by the way, congratulations to Manuel Aguilera from Ventura and Maria Hoya or Oya from uh, Whittier. They are last qualifiers. We are going to give away the tickets to the big game in the 6 o'clock hour. So make sure you're stay, you stay tuned for uh, who's going to win that. We're going to be back in four minutes with Radio Tinder. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. All right, guys, so I'm going to start off with the Super Bowl halftime show because we all know it's going to be awesome. And by the way, I just want to say that last night when Cap and I were at the NFL Experience, I got to pretend that... I was in like the weekend's halftime show from last year. It was really cool. And I posted my video on Instagram and I thought it was the coolest thing ever. So just wanted to mention that because I think it's really cool. But anyway, this year's halftime show, of course, it features Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige, among others. And there's a rumor going around that Tupac might show up in hologram form. So Sirius XM host and former MTV VJ Sway was asked by Access Hollywood about the Tupac hologram rumor yesterday. And while he refused to give any spoilers, he didn't brush off the idea and said that the show is going to be unlike anything that we've ever seen. So are you guys in on the idea of a Tupac hologram? Cap, swipe left or swipe right? I'm going to swipe left and say I'm out. I'm out. Um, Look, you got Dr. Dre. You got Snoop-a-loop. You've got 
real. Yeah, why do you call him Snoop a Loop? Yeah, I don't get it. It really makes no sense. Well, it actually makes a lot of sense. I'll explain it. Um, you guys know the movie uh, Old School, right? Isn't that the movie Will Ferrell, where mm-hmm. he goes back to school because uh, his buddies got Vince Vaughn's got the uh, stereo yeah, 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 coming, yeah. and when Snoop comes to play the fraternity party, and Frank the Tank is like Snoop, Snoop a Loop, right? You guys okay, don't remember so you're that, that scene? guy. Okay, got it. Yeah. So here's the thing. You got Dr. Dre, who has been very passionate talking about bringing rap back to the Super Bowl and making an impact and so on. You got Snoop. These are real, live human beings who represent L.A., West Coast rap. This is their town. I say you don't need a hologram, okay? I I think you've got real, live human beings. I say go with what you got here right now. It's my feeling. It's not an anti-Tupac feeling. It's just these are the guys. Um, I think it'd be cool if there was a Tupac hologram. I mean, I don't see why not, but, you know. I mean, I, what is the positive answer here? Swiping right in this situation? Yes. yes, I'll swipe right on it then, yes. I think a lot of people, though, think that it's creepy. Like, the idea of, because, you know, they did like a, I think it was like a Whitney Houston tour maybe a year or two ago with a hologram version of her, and a lot of people were like, yeah, I wanted to go to it, and they paid a bunch of money to go see the concert because they wanted to see it, but a lot of people were like, it was just too weird. It's too creepy. So I guess that's kind of where I was coming from with if it. If you wanted to add more to this show, I mean, to me, the guy who's been left out of all of this is Ice Cube. Who's you know? to say that Ice Cube isn't going to be? I, I think I mean, he's going to be I just there. have a feeling. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. Don't quote me on it, but I feel like, you know, he's he's a part of a lot of the, the, pre, like the pregame stuff or, you know, the features coming in and out of the commercials, stuff like that. I've seen him in pictures, like, shooting stuff in preparation for the Super Bowl. So I feel like he's going to be there, but I don't know. Same. I think so, too. I hope so. All right, what's next? All right, so Rams left tackle Andrew Whitworth is the latest recipient of the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. He was presented his award at last night's NFL Honor Ceremony, and he made a great acceptance speech, told a really, really cool story. So for anybody who didn't hear it, I'm just going to play part of it really quick for you guys. Going on school visits, providing STEM labs, hospital visits, programs for military, or just going to local food banks and helping out with homeless shelters, all those have been amazing. But one experience brought it all together for me this year, and it happened to me on a football field. In our game against the Detroit Lions, I had a young player from the Lions run up to me as soon as the final horn went off. And I saw him sprinting over, and I didn't know what was going on. Like we'd known each other forever. I couldn't place him. It made me so nervous. Had I actually played long enough that, like, a coach's son or player's son is playing against me? (laughs) He stopped that. He said, hey, man, you're not going to remember me. I'm Derek Barnes. You spent time with me when you were a young player in Cincinnati at the Boys and Girls Club. I want you to know how much it meant to me. I said, man, he goes, you know what? The main thing I want to say, Wit, I made it. I made it to the NFL, Big Wit. Wow. Wow, I was right. Oh, my God. So I just had to play that because that gave me, like, goosebumps Same. just watching that and even hearing it again for, yep. like, the third time. I thought yep. it was really cool. So we had Andrew Whitworth on a couple weeks ago, and he told us that he thinks this is probably it for him. But I'm going to play devil's advocate here. If the Rams lose, do you guys think he's still going to retire? Swipe left or swipe right, Cap? I'm going to swipe left. I think win or lose, I think Andrew Whitworth at 40 years old to play offensive line in this league, 
I think he's done. I so think that would be right, by the way. Okay, the then way. I'm going to swipe right. Can we get another? Thank you. I'm swiping right. I think he's done win, lose, or draw. I was so moved by what he was talking about last night. And I, look, I know that it was a written speech and he was reading from a teleprompter, but he was really super eloquent and he's deserving of that great award. It's a tremendous honor. But the story he told, I'm so glad you played it, Lindsay, because it meant something to me too. Like, wow, you take a little bit of time, use whatever fame or notoriety or whatever you've got and you pay it forward and that kid comes sprinting across the field and says, you don't remember me, but... Man, you made an impact on my life. I think Andrew Whitworth, win, lose, or draw, can look in the mirror and be extremely proud of what he's done as an NFL player. Man, that was I was so happy for him and his family last night. I'm telling you, I was like, George, I was a little emotional, frankly. I'm not joking. Yeah, I'm with you. Could have been um, that my leg hurt really bad, too. There's that, too. You were probably <laughs> That's why you were really crying, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, there's that. Uh I'm also swiping right. I mean, what you know, I can't really add any more on this. Like, yeah, it's pretty awesome. So, uh, all right, what's next? All right, so Drake is betting big on Super Bowl. He told his Instagram followers that he bet a total of $1.26 million worth of Bitcoin using the crypto betting platform Stake, of course. I'm sure he is endorsing them as a product, but that's neither here nor there. So he said all bets are on family, and one of the big bets that he shared was for our pal, or your pal, Odell Beckham Jr. He bet about $400,000 on OBJ having more than 62.5 receiving yards and another $400,000 on OBJ scoring at least one touchdown. Are you guys making any actual wagers on the big game? Swipe left or swipe right, Sedano? No, probably not. Um, I don't like the number um, at 4.5, so I'm going to stay away. And I don't, you know, I don't play squares. I don't do any of that stuff. Like, I'm just going to watch this one and enjoy it. I also, um, I'm going to swipe left and say no. I don't bet on these things. But I will tell you this. I would go over 62.5 for Odell. I think Cooper Cup is like 105. I'd go over there too. I've actually been thinking about it because I'll tell you this, George. I, I think the Rams are going to win. I'm sticking with my pick 34-31. But if that's the case, then the Bengals cover. And I, if I were a betting person... I would actually take the Bengals to cover, even though I think the Rams are going to win. I think it's that close of a game. I'm going to go to Vegas and place some real bets legally. Yeah. In the actual places where you're allowed to place some bets. But they're all going to be like weird prop bets. That's what I like to do during like Marsh Madness or even when I'm there for like UFC fights or whatever. You know, I'll put, put a couple bucks here on it, maybe a couple parlays. But I'm doing like the so-and-so over so many yards or like first team or person to score a touchdown and then I'll do like you know like some of the stupid ones just because you know you bet a total like 50 bucks or whatever it's fun gives you something to root for yeah it is fun like you're timing the national anthem no I don't do that no no how about like do you want to know what color the Gatorade's gonna be that I've never won that one so I'm not going there I'm doing actual like just strictly game props got it all right we got time for one more yeah, sneak it in. Let's, All right. let's go. Just in time for the Super Bowl, you can now enjoy a bowl of mom spaghetti while watching Eminem perform in, in the halftime show. Okay. So the rapper opened Mom Spaghetti, a pop-up restaurant in downtown L.A., but it's only open this weekend through Sunday. Mom Spaghetti is also available through Postmates, and Postmates is holding a sweepstakes to win limited edition jars of Mom Spaghetti that are actually signed by Eminem, Mom Spaghetti Sauce. So... You know, if you don't make it down to the stadium or to downtown L.A. to be able to go to the actual pop-up, you could still get it on Postmates, maybe win some autographed spaghetti sauce. Do you guys want to try 
mom's spaghetti. M&M stuff. Cap, swipe left or swipe right? I'm going to swipe right. I do want to try M&M's mom's spaghetti. Um, I love the movie 8 Mile. I know this is going to sound really ridiculous, and I can't believe I'm going to admit this on the air, but sometimes when I just need to get hyped, I go to that final battle scene of 8 Mile where, where he says, everybody from the 313, put your mother effing hands up and follow me. Yeah. Now notice, this man does not have his hands up. You know, I love that scene. And I happen to also love the song. You know, you got one shot, one opportunity. And then my arms are sweaty. Mom's spaghetti, the whole thing, right? Um, I love Eminem. I would try Mom's spaghetti just to support Eminem. Sedano? <laughs> Speechless. Once Come again. on, you guys You guys have to be impressed that I understood the Mom's spaghetti yeah, reference. But, There's no way you thought I knew that. Yeah, but I will say, I don't know, a couple of months ago even, when I made a reference... Where I asked, you said your your palms were sweaty, and I asked if your knees were weak. Yeah, you didn't know. No, you didn't I, pick I, but it up I was there. motoring. I wasn't. You know, I wasn't. You know, okay. I, I was motoring at that point. You know. Yeah, I I, I I will swipe right and also support mom's spaghetti there. How about that? Let's, I I <laughs> I won't rap though. Uh, so we'll just leave it at that. All right, we will wrap this up though. But coming up next, um, Kaplan, you yeah. had mentioned there were some things that concerned you about the Rams, right? So we'll do that. On the other side, and then we'll get back to all this Laker drama. Just when we thought there wouldn't be more drama. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. New drama today. Stay tuned at 6 o'clock for that. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I love Boogie Nights, and Burt Reynolds yeah. was awesome in it. But this song is great for a minute, too. Dude, a couple of years ago, I took my daughter, who was probably about 10 or 11 years old, to a music festival. And Wiz Khalifa was there? Wiz Khalifa is there, right? What? You took and your daughter to a music festival when she was 10 to see Wiz Khalifa? Maybe 11 or 12 years old, something like that. And we didn't go to see Wiz Khalifa. We just went to this day of this music festival. Uh, it was called Kaboo. So it was down in the Del Mar Fairgrounds. And it was a big music festival. It was a great festival. And Wiz Khalifa's there, right? So Wiz Khalifa has all these, like, blow-up joints, that you know, like a beach ball that flies through a crowd, blow yeah. up joints that fly through a crowd. Yeah, and everybody there is like totally smoking weed, right? And my daughter is saying to me, "What is that smell?" Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Um, I think that's like burning kettle corn or something." I think. <laughs> What's wrong with you? You know Why what didn't she you says? Just say they were cigarettes. You, you know what she says to me? Special cigarettes. No, no. You know what she says to me? What? She goes, Dad, that's not burnt kettle corn. It smells like you. That is what this <laughs> child said to me. Wow. That's great. <laughs> oh, my God. Which one terrible. of your daughters was this one? This is little Julia, my, my fourth. This oh is my little Oh, my God. One. Julia, that was funny. That's a good yeah, one. Yeah, she's good smart, one. man. She got a good nose. Smells like you. She says, smells like daddy. That's what she said. There you have it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, uh, God. Boogie Nights, though, man. Going back to that for a second, such a great movie. Have you watched that again? Yeah, I haven't seen it in a while. It's been years. It is a when you go back and look at that cast, you're Mm -hmm. like, holy smokes! Look at all the people in this movie. 
crazy. It was a good movie. I mean, really good movie. But I haven't seen it in a while. Like I, need, I, I, w- I should go back and watch Boogie Nights again. I haven't seen it, it in a, listen, in a while. Listen, I'm, I'm a big believer in going back and watching like great movies. Like I don't have a problem because I feel like we don't make a lot of great movies anymore. Like I think like a couple a year come out, and then there's just a lot of popcorn flicks that are not very memorable to me, at least. You know the last movie, and it was just recently that I watched again. Like somebody had encouraged me, like you should watch that movie again. It's a great movie. Step Brothers. You like Step Brothers? Step Brothers is funny. It's on yeah. a lot though. I feel like. Yeah. So like I went if you're back like and flipping around TV or cable or whatever, you can find it. Yeah, but you, it's but it is a great movie. You it's know, hilarious. a good one of my favorite rewatchable movies is. Uh, now, now that I lost it with uh, Kate Hudson's in it, Almost Famous. Yeah, good one. I just watched that one a couple days ago. It's one yep. of my favorite movies. Almost to Famous is good. Yeah, good one. Almost Famous is a great movie. Yeah, I haven't seen that um, in a while. You know, either. you know what's bad, real quick, but because I know you had some issues about um, the Rams that I want to get to in a second. But you, you know what? What I don't like, um, hmm. or what I used to like, I used to like when the NFL had one week between the Super Bowl and the conference. I so, agree with you, George. I two do. weeks is too long. Like it's just stupid. Like I get it from a rest and recovery standpoint. It's great. Um, right, like a guy like Uzama is going to be able to play for the Bengals, but like, come on, man! Like, for, I don't like preview to begin with because I feel like preview is literally us guessing, right? Like, nobody knows what's going to happen. Um, you know, maybe you get lucky and you you'll you'll guess one or two things, but nobody knows. We don't know. You can ask Keyshawn or you know Jerry Rice or Steve Young or whoever, right, about this game. And they can give you their opinion based on what they've seen the teams do. But the game can be completely different. Like, we don't know what we're talking about. So that's why a week is, like, perfect. Because you have us still reacting to the previous game. And then, like, a couple of days of us getting, like, the quotes and all the craziness from the players who are excited to be here, this, that, and the other. And then, boom, the game is here and we're done. Two weeks is too bleeping long. It gets boring. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on this exactly because here's the other part of it. You know, if you're the NFL and you were to say to us, "Well, the reason we do it is cuz we, you know, want to do a celebration of football with Pro Bowl festivities." Dude, nobody watches the Pro Bowl. Okay? Nobody cares about the Pro Bowl. Right. No matter how much you have tried to spice it up and make it fun, it's terrible. I mean, even the skills competition is lame and boring. And look, I'm the biggest football junkie there is. I'll watch Pop Warner football. I don't care. But it, the, the Pro Bowl is lame. So it, finish it off the way the pattern works. It's 18 weeks of a regular season. It's the wild card, the division round, the championship round, and give us the Super Bowl right away so we don't lose any interest and there's no loss of buzz. I'm with you. This two-week thing is too long. And if you're really trying to hype the Pro Bowl, I think you do it after the Super Bowl. because when Just the Super like you Bowl used is over, to do it. Well, right, because yeah. when the Super Bowl is over, you go into Hangover. Yeah. Exactly. It's a football hangover. Like, what do I do with my life now? Well, there's one more game. I'm so desperate for football. There's one more game. There's the Pro Bowl. I'll actually watch the Pro Bowl. I'm so desperate. And but you not can in get the people who competed in the Super Bowl in it, too, if they want to. That's a good point as well. Yeah, yeah I'm with I, you. I, I just two think weeks these two long. weeks is stupid. Like, yeah. Enough with this already. Um, all right, so what is your biggest issue with the Rams? You were about to talk about Joe Burrow it's, and blah, 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 and then not, we stopped you. Yeah. yeah, it's not a Rams issue. It, here's the thing. I know you picked the Rams. I picked the Rams. I believe that the Rams have the coach who has been there, has learned from his previous experience, has gotten the better quarterback that he wanted, that he needed, 
added pieces as the season went on, and we've talked about this for the last four weeks. It has all worked out. Everything they wanted to do has worked. It has gotten them to this point. Now, you hear people talk about the Bengals, and they say, well, they're just lucky to be here because nobody thought they'd be here. They're playing with, and this is the quote, house money. Okay. Whether this is true or it's not true, again, George, to your point, we don't really, really, really know. But there's like a part of me in my gut that worries that Stafford is the experienced quarterback, but he's not the experienced Super Bowl quarterback. And this is such a monumental moment for Matthew Stafford's life and career. Win this game, can we agree? Matthew Stafford elevates to Hall of Fame caliber quarterback. You buy that? Yeah, if he wins, he can. He, I think he's in the Hall of Fame, yes, because he's going to have the numbers for sure. If they lose this game, you think Matthew Stafford's a Hall of Fame quarterback? I mean, he could still be one um, because it doesn't mean that he may not get back to the Super Bowl. But it's hard. It's real hard. Well, to no, of get course, back. it's hard. But I don't. I don't. I can't summarily dismiss it. He's going to have a good team, of course. But again, it's like we were talking to Mina Kimes earlier in the season. You know, and she or early in the week, and she was saying, you know, it's not over for the Rams if they don't win this thing. But it's just so hard to get back. It is hard to get back, and this is a great opponent, right? You know, young team that's here a little too a little earlier than people thought they might have been. They might be. Like, yeah, I get it, which is why I picked the Rams. I just think experience and that, eventually the clock strikes midnight on Cinderella, okay. in my opinion. So, so that's just it, is the Rams have the experience. They've got a coach who's been there. They have a quarterback who, not a Super Bowl experience guy, but all these years in the league, knows the game, you know, has seen it all. Aaron Donald, everybody's talking this week, we got to win one for Aaron Donald. I remember when John Elway won his first Super Bowl and the owner of the Broncos, Pat Boland, stood on the stage and he said, this one's for John. Well, Aaron Donald is not, I mean, this is not the end of his career, but there's this feeling, we want to win one for Aaron Donald. I just feel like there's so much, and I don't know that the, the Rams are putting it on them as much as the fans, the media, there's so much pressure and storyline to the Rams side and I feel like there's so much looseness and lack of expectation on the Cincinnati side that something in my gut, George, has me worried that these Bengal guys could actually win this game. I, I, I don't buy it. I'll, I'll tell you why on the other side. Plus, just when you thought there'd be no more drama with the Lakers, oh, yeah, plenty more unfolded today. We'll tell you about that next.